Rocky 2 was the epic follow-up to Rocky that gave us the long-awaited rematch between Rocky and Apollo. Let's go to Cobb's Corner. Welcome back to Cobb's Corner. I'm your host, Morgan Cobbs. Rocky II was the second film in the Rocky franchise, so let's jump right into it. The film starts off right where the last film ended with the heavyweight boxing championship fight between Rocky and Apollo. The fight ends and we see Rocky as he is wheeled into an ambulance truck and announces that he's officially retired, even though Apollo wants a rematch. Uh, Rocky gets rushed to the hospital at the, and the opening credits start. While in the hospital, he visits Apollo's room and asks Apollo if he gave Rocky his best, to which Apollo admits that he gave it 100% and Rocky still went the distance. Apollo did not hold back. Upon being released from the hospital, Rocky is approached by an advertising agency that wants to do commercials with him, to which Rocky agrees to meet with them at a later date. Rocky takes Adrian to the local zoo, where he asks her the life-changing question, will you marry me? Adrian says yes, and the two of them have a small wedding in their local church with Gazzo and Pauly present. Rocky and Adrian are now officially husband and wife, and they even get a nice condo and move in together. Rocky then goes on a spending spree with the money that he made from the fight, buying himself and Adrian watches, coats, and even a brand new car, although we have never seen Rocky drive before. Meanwhile, Apollo has been dealing with a lot of bad press following the fight, People are saying how the fight was fixed, and some have even called it the Southpaw Jinx, referring to how Rocky is a Southpaw or a left-handed fighter. Overall, Apollo doesn't feel like he actually won the fight since it came down to a split decision, uh, something which has never happened to him before. Nobody has ever gone the distance with Apollo. And now Apollo wants a rematch with Rocky, even though at this point Rocky's done boxing. Uh, Rocky tries out for different, uh, commercial, different commercials to which none of them work out for him. Uh, we do realize at this point that Rocky isn't the smartest individual on the planet, and he did only make it to the ninth grade. He has a hard time reading the cue cards during the first uh, few commercials, during the, the filming of the commercials, and he has to deal with a very mean director. Rocky does his best to read the cue cards, but eventually he and Adrian storm out of storm off the set, ending Rocky's commercial possibilities. Rocky and Adrian then find out that they are expecting a child, and Rocky then goes to multiple companies and does his best to get a job, either as a desk worker, receptionist, or even a manual labor job. And one of the guys who he interviews with says how he should he should try boxing. It's like, I read somewhere you're an excellent, you're an excellent boxer. After getting rejected by numerous uh, companies, he finally goes to Pauly and asks him to give Rocky a job at his meatpacking facility, to which Pauly agrees. Rocky is given a job there although the boss mentions how there's going to be some downsizing going forward. Uh, Rocky works at the facility packing meat and cleaning the factory for some time. He is working at this meat packing factory and he is clearly unhappy. His true passion in life is boxing, but he and Adrian now have a child on the way and they live in their own condo together and you know they, they need the money. Unfortunately, Rocky ends up getting fired from his job at the factory simply due to the recent downsizing and the fact that Rocky is new and he doesn't have seniority. And he even, he even asks, asks his boss, I can take a cut in pay, to which the boss says, I can't do that, union rules. You know, you can finish up for today. Rocky, I'm really sorry about this. Adrian finds Rocky punching punch the bag in the basement, 
as Rocky tells Adrian how he was fired and he does want to go back to fighting, even though the doctor recommended that he doesn't. He's like, okay, well, the doctor recommended that I don't, and I recommend that I do. Adrian offers to go back to working at the pet store, at least part-time, since they need the money. Rocky says how he doesn't want Adrian to have to work and how he doesn't want to just get by and survive. He wants both her and their and their child that's on the way. He, want her, he wants her and the baby to have good things. Like, I want you guys to have a life. He says how, you know, Adrian, I never asked you to stop being a woman. Now, please don't ask me to stop being a man. And while all this is going on, Apollo Creed continues to get angry letters and um, not sure if he received any like death threats or anything, but you know, people were teasing his kids at school and he's getting all these kind of angry letters from folks, even folks overseas saying that the fight was rigged or you know, he paid off the judges and whatnot. He's got a lot of bad press following this fight with Rocky and it's come to the point where now he really wants a rematch despite him telling Rocky that there would be no rematch at the end of their first fight. Creed invites the press to his own personal training room where he calls out Rocky and demands a rematch, claiming that Rocky that claiming that Rocky had just gotten lucky the first time and that nobody goes the distance with the champion, Apollo Creed. This catches the attention of both Mickey and Rocky as Mickey goes to Rocky's house and says how they should accept the challenge. One day while Adrian is working at the pet shop, she is approached by Pauly, who complains, saying how she shouldn't be working while she is pregnant. The argument gets heated, and Adrian ends up uh, passing out. Rocky is at Mickey's gym, and he is rushed to the hospital where he finds his wife lying in a coma. Their child survived despite being born a few months premature. Uh, Rocky is now sad to see his wife this way and even cries for the first time. Rocky makes a conscious decision not to see his son until his wife wakes up. Rocky goes to the chapel to pray, where he is met by Mickey, who gives him a motivational speech to get him ready to face Apollo. Rocky and Apollo host a press conference where they announce their rematch, and Apollo says how he wants the whole world to see him defeat Rocky once and for all to prove that Rocky just got lucky the first time and that Apollo Creed is the real heavyweight champion of the world. Rocky trains and trains for this fight, and after visiting his wife in the hospital every day for a few weeks she finally wakes up and they meet their son together for the first time the two of them agree to name their son rocky jr uh, rocky even tells adrian that if she doesn't want him to fight apollo then he won't adrian tells him that i just want you to do one thing win do the training montage with the rocky team playing in the train in this training montage we get a scene where rocky is followed by a crowd as he runs through philadelphia crowd follows him up the steps of the art museum and Rocky makes his iconic victory pose. Uh, the night of the fight arrives and Apollo is already at the Spectrum Arena while Rocky makes a stop on his way to the fight to go and see his bishop. Yes, his bishop, uh, Father Carmine, or either bishop or priest, I forget the exact correct uh, term. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, F Father Carmine to uh, give him a blessing so that he won't get bruised too badly during the fight. After receiving a blessing from uh, Father Carmine, Rocky drives over to the fight. In the ring during the opening, Apollo tells Rocky how he's going down and that he's the champ. The bell rings and the fight is on. In this fight, Apollo is wearing red shorts with white stripes, which are the 
colors of the shorts that the that the props the props department have mistakenly put on the poster in the first Rocky movie. Throughout the film, it shifts between Rocky and Apollo in terms of who is winning. Rocky switches from fighting left-handed or southpaw to fighting in a right-handed stance. This shocks Apollo as Rocky begins to turn the tide of the fight. The fight goes for all 15 rounds, and I highly recommend that you guys check out this fight scene yourselves as it is one of my favorite fights in this franchise. At the end of the 15th round, Rocky punches Apollo, and the two of them both fall to the ground. If neither of them gets up, then Apollo will, re will retain the title. The ref starts counting as they both attempt to get back up again. In the end, Rocky is able to get back up while Apollo falls to the ground. Rocky is now officially a knock knocked out Apollo, and he is the new heavyweight champion of the world. After receiving the championship belt, Rocky goes over and shakes hands with Apollo as they are swarmed by the press and the announcer. Rocky gets on the mic and says how, besides his son being born, this is the best thing that ever happened to him. And he tells his wife, Adrian, who's at home with the son, who is at home with their, their son, how he did it. He says, like, yo, Adrian, I did it. The film ends with a shot of Rocky hugging his trainer, Mickey, as they leave the ring. This movie involves the theme of second acts and new beginnings. Uh, Rocky, throughout, uh, Rocky thought that his boxing career was over following his split decision loss to Apollo Creed in Rocky. And this caused him to go and work a manual labor job, essentially giving up on his dream. The new beginnings for Rocky include marrying Adrian and the two of them having their son, Rocky then agrees to a rematch with Apollo, which is actually which he actually wins by knockout. This is a new beginning for Rocky as he is now the heavyweight champion of the world. He now holds the highest title in his division. So, new beginnings. The impact this movie has had on the franchise overall is that Rocky has now become the world heavyweight champion and he is now a family man. It's no longer just him. You know, he is, in, in this movie alone, he has officially tied the knot with Adrian and become a father. So he is now a husband and father in the same movie. Um, and he's now the world heavyweight champion of them. And so, yeah, that's the, the impact that this film has had. He's now officially won the highest recognition in the world of boxing in his division. Or, well, I'm actually, I'm... Pretty sure heavyweight champion is the highest um, recognition that you can get as a boxer. Highest uh, championship. And everything's going well for him. We will see where his story goes next in Rocky Three. now that he is the heavyweight champion. And he must be able to maintain his title from year to year. So we're going to see where the story goes in Rocky Three. For now, on to the current nerd news. Before I go into the current nerd news segment, I'd like to announce a new segment on our Instagram account. <clears throat> Every Friday we will have the question of the week, which you guys, the listeners, will be able to respond to either via 
my Instagram story or in the comments of the Instagram reel, which will be posted on the account. I'll be picking the funniest and or most interesting responses that I get to whatever the question of the week may be, and I will read them publicly on the following week's episode. This is a nice chance for 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 some of you uh, users to to um, you know to kind of get your uh, responses read publicly. You know, if that's uh, something that you'd like to have happen. Uh, of course, just let me know in the con- in your specific response, your specific comment. Let me know if it is okay to read, or maybe just like DM me directly that you know it's okay to read. <coughs> you know, <coughs> if you're if if you're not okay with me reading your comment publicly, then I won't or I won't post it on the story. But uh, nice nice chance for us to communicate as a community, because that's what we are. You know, cops corner fam. You guys are I consider you guys family and. I don't have a specific, uh, don't have a specific, like, name, per se, for, for us, you know, the Cobb's Corner family, I know I keep, I keep saying that, but if any of you guys have any ideas for an official name of our fandom, you know, those of you who listen to my podcast, come up with a few names, uh, just hit me up on Instagram or TikTok, and I might get a few polls going on with the current nerd news. Recently, James Gunn revealed his upcoming lineup of 10 movies and shows beginning in 2025. Uh, This impressive lineup actually looks pretty promising with titles such as Superman, Supergirl, Swamp Thing, and Waller, just to name a few. As I've said before, the DCEU had a bit of a shaky start with most of the movies being either hit or miss, in my opinion. There will be a lot of recasting going forward, and I see this as being a blessing in disguise. Um, or, a, well, a blessing instead of a curse, I, I should say, in the long terms. In the long term. James Gunn has been a part of some amazing movies and shows, both for, M, for, for the MCU and the DCEU. And I'm interested to see where him and Peter Safran go, where they take the DCEU next. Uh, The trailer for Fast X will be dropping on Friday, February 10th, the same day that this episode airs, at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, which is 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, where I'm located. I am so excited for this film, and I'll be doing a Fast and Furious franchise review series in the near future. Uh, This is a franchise that is as old as me. The first movie came out the year I was born, 2001, which was a good year. And, um, it's a franchise I've grown up with, and I'm a huge fan of the films, although the most more recent ones have been kind of repetitive. Um, Fast X will be the first part of the epic two-part finale of the Fast franchise. And, uh, you know, Fast, Fast X will be hitting theaters on Friday, May 19th. The Mandalorian Season 3 is coming to Disney Plus Wednesday, March 1st, and I'm very excited. I loved The Mandalorian season Seasons 1 and 2, and The Book of Boba Fett was also good as well. I liked it for its exposition and expansion of, the Boba, of Boba Fett's story, as well as the teaser for Season 3 of The Mandalorian. I like the way that they're interconnecting these shows. But also being a teaser for the upcoming Ahsoka series with Zarya Dawson, that also looks very promising. 
Uh, actually, let me let, uh, let me know what you guys actually thought about Book of Boba Fett. I heard a lot of people didn't like it. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I will for sure be talking about more about The Mandalorian in future episodes as we get closer to it, as well as Andor Season 1, which I am, as of the recording of this episode, I'm on Episode 8 of Andor. So once I'm done with Season 1, I will let you guys know what I think. And... For those of you who are listening to me, if you haven't already, go check out Stark Wars. I I actually gave them a shout-out on my Instagram a few weeks back. And go check out the Stark Wars podcast. That's S-T-A-R-K Wars podcast. I'll put a link to them in the description. And go check those guys out. They are amazing. I've worked with Michael uh, in, in the past. We've done a few live streams. He's really a great guy. And they talk primarily about Star Wars. Go check those guys out. Check out Stark Stark Wars podcast. So, for all you Star Wars fans. There are a few movies I have watched um, recently, both in theaters and on streaming. So far this year, I've seen Babylon in theaters twice. And I recently saw House Party. Um, House Party was a modern-day reboot of the 90s classic. I think that the movie is definitely a product of its time. A product of 2023, just as the original House Party was a product of the 90s. Lots of racial and cultural sat- cultural satire, which also included numerous hip-hop artists and black celebrities starring as fictional versions of themselves. Overall, it was a good movie, but it just doesn't compare to the original House Party, in my opinion. Go see House Party in theaters. Um, go see Babylon if it's on streaming streaming platforms. I saw it in theaters twice amazing movie about the rise of Hollywood in the 1920s and 30s and the rise and fall of of uh, A-list stars and you know whether if it's a you know leading man or leading woman in Hollywood you know very very interesting uh movie that's meant to be viewed with a third eye maybe you need to see it twice in order to fully understand it I also recently watched the movie Kindergarten Cop, which stars one of my heroes in life, Arnold Schwarzenegger, as an undercover cop who's sent on an assignment to pose as a male kindergarten teacher. The film is both funny as well as heartfelt and serious at times as it addresses the harsh reality of how so many children are raised in single-parent households, or single-parent-slash-divorced households, which I think is something that you can't really, that, you know, I mean, 1990 was a very different time, and I feel like today you can't really address stuff like that in in, in uh, movies, but, especially when you have child actors. But overall, I love the film. I greatly enjoy movies like Kindergarten Cop that show you know action stars like Arnold Schwarzenegger have to take on more comedic and softer, <laughs> lighter toned uh, roles. Let me know if you guys would like more me to review movies like Kindergarten Cop or House Party in the future. I just love those movies like Dave Bautista and My Spy. Or for The Rock, it was The Tooth Fairy, The Game Plan, maybe even Central Intelligence. You know, movies where you take that, you know, the macho, uh, you know, the, the tough guy. You know, actors who typically play the tough guy and then put them in a completely different scenario. Uh, if you made it to the end of this episode and you like what you heard today, don't forget to give us a five-star rating 
on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening to this podcast from. And subscribe to the Cobb's Corner YouTube channel because I'm currently in the process of uploading all of my episodes to YouTube and making them available for everyone to listen to on YouTube as well. Turn on those post notifications because I drop a new episode Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and you don't want to miss out. Tune in next week when we, when we will be reviewing Rocky 3. Follow me on Instagram at future underscore mechanical underscore engineer and follow Cobb's Corner on Instagram and TikTok. All those links are in the show notes below. I hope you enjoyed your stay here at Cobb's Corner and I will talk to all of you in the next episode. Peace.